Hey everyone, welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for the podcast tailor-made for women who want to bridge faith and business to experience grace over grind, surrender over self-reliance, peace over perfection, and focus and fulfillment over frustration and FOMO. If you're wondering if it's even possible to do all that and still build a thriving business, the answer is yes. In this podcast, I'll bring you practical tips and godly insights so you can do just that. Plus, we'll have some great guests and a whole lot of fun together. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to pursue success God's way, let's get started. Do you ever listen to a podcast and maybe because you're an organized person like me, you love when they sort of give you a roadmap of what's coming next? I mean, listen, we all love variety, right? But I think in structures and I think in step-by-step. So I love when I listen to a podcast and it sort of all gels together multiple episodes. So I'm going to give you a roadmap of where we're going for the month of November. And actually, I'm going to start doing that every month because I have some specific things that the Lord has put upon my heart to really focus on in the podcast so that as you walk away from listening to it, you're getting really tangible guidance on what it means to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way. So we've been talking about the four keys framework for redefining hustle, and that is that God defines and directs us. And then we put that into discipline and in doing so that develops us. And it's a closed loop process for us as Christians and women of faith in business. And over this month of November, we are now going to be looking at what those keys unlock. And that first thing that they unlock for us is clarity so that we can walk out his assignment in our business with clarity. We started with how do we define clarity and how does God defining our identities, who we are, whose we are, what work we're we're supposed to be doing, what action to take and when, that when he defines that for us, we have clarity. And then over the next few weeks, we're going to talk about what, how does his direction give us clarity? How does us putting that into discipline give us clarity? And then how does our development give us clarity? And then we're going to tie the bow on it and talk about what obstacles get in our way to that clarity. So stay with us as we really dig into clarity and do me a favor If this is bringing you value, please screenshot this, share it on social, tag me, share it with a friend, and make sure that you're following this podcast on your favorite podcast network so that when a new episode drops, you don't miss it. And you following it and leaving review is fantastic for us in continuing to build the reach of the podcast. So I thank you for that. So with that, let's dive into the next episode. you ever find yourself wondering, how is this work I'm doing contributing to my growth? Like, how is this day in, day out work that I'm doing in this business that the Lord has given me, growing me beyond the dollars and the cents, beyond the measurable outcomes? Well, you are in the right place for this podcast this week, because as we continue talking about clarity and how the four keys framework unlocks clarity for us. Define, direct, 
self-discipline and develop. This week, we're talking about development. And we're going to be talking about this from the standpoint of walking out our salvation, the work that the Lord has given us to do, how we are made in the image of Christ, and we are to be developing into being more Christ-like. We're going to go all over the place in scripture, mostly the New Testament. Although I do, as I'm looking at my notes, I do have uh, one Psalm in there. So (laughs) I hope you've been enjoying this because unlocking clarity, serenity, and fulfillment to walk out God's assignment is critically important because it breaks the chains of overwhelm, overachievement, and unfulfillment. And when we break those chains, we operate in our business with such joy and calm and focus and intention. And that is obedience to the Lord that honors him, that serves his people, and he will bless that. And as we know, it may not be blessed the way we think it should be monetarily or materially, but man, does it feel good to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way. And that's what we're here for. All right. So putting on my glasses, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't mind the shadows behind me because it's the evening and um, let's dig in. So here's the point about development. You know, as we've talked about these four keys, and I I think I unpacked them in more depth in episodes 112 to 116, maybe. These four keys, define, direct, discipline, and develop, are a closed loop circuit. In other words, As we grow in our depth of understanding about how God defines us and allowing him to direct us and putting that into discipline so that can inform our development, it constantly informs. So we just get stronger and stronger in it and not stronger in our own right, but stronger in what the Lord has given us to do. And so we're going to start this conversation about development with the foundational verses of hustle with heart, my, my ministry, my coaching. And this came to me a little backstory. I was watching Priscilla Schreier's going, um, going beyond live. I think it was 2018, maybe 2019. And she was talking about John 15 and Jesus being the vine and us being the branches and how he nourishes us. And the bottom line is without his nourishment, we cannot grow. So the foundational verses for the hustle with heart ministry and and coaching are John 15, four and five. And this is what it says. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me, you can do nothing. That brings us relief because it's not all up to us. We don't have to try really hard to grow. We get nourished by him. And guess what that gives us? Clarity. That's what we've been talking about. So to abide is to cling to, to be enmeshed with, to be aligned to. And it's only when we are that connected to Jesus as the vine that we actually can grow, not just in life, but in our business, our business is one vehicle that the Lord has given us to walk out our gifts and talents. And when we do that, we are able to, to play a significant role in the kingdom. 
but we cannot do that without him. So, so that's the foundation of our conversation today about development. The next place that I want to take you, and it's interesting because whenever I prepare for the podcast, I'm really praying over what are the topics and I kind of batch that content together around a theme, but then I'm really scouring scripture. And you know that I've always said, I am not a Bible scholar. I'm not here to take scripture out of context. I want to take the scripture in its meaning and connect it to business so that we can see that it's not just life, but it's business that the Lord cares about. So we're going some different places today, which I think is really fun. So we're going to go to Luke and we're going to Luke 2:52. And this is what it says. This section here, this these two verses, it, it is titled Jesus Advances in Wisdom and Favor. Jesus developed, he grew. Yes, he was perfect from birth, but it was this ongoing development and ongoing wisdom that prepared him for that very short three-year ministry. And this is what it says. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. He was consistently growing and developing and and becoming more clear on his message that the Lord had given him and, and his ministry, right? And that's exactly what we are called to do as we walk out our salvation. And in fact, I think that's where, nope, I'm going to another Luke verse here. So this is Luke 9, verse 62. And it says, but Jesus said to him, no one having put his hand on the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. And I want to grab my commentary back here, my giant commentary, if you see that on YouTube, and go to this verse in Luke, because I, when I first looked at this, I was like, is this really applicable here? And the bottom line is, yes, it is. This is what this says. So this is, this is Jesus, um, talking to, uh, some people who, you know, someone had said, I will follow you wherever you go. And he's saying, but this is what it will take, right? It will take saying goodbye to your family. Um, it will take, um, you know, leaving things behind and, and moving on with me. And just before this, it says, Lord, I will follow you, but first let me go and bid them farewell who are at my house. And this is Jesus saying, but Jesus said to him, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. And this is what the commentary says. This, it says, lastly, a man promises to follow Jesus after saying farewell to his family. Again, this is reasonable, right? Because it says here that Elijah let Elisha say farewell to his family before Elisha followed Elijah. And that's in 1 Kings 19, verses 19 through 21. But Jesus is more radical. He's like, oh, no, no, no. You're going to follow me. No one can plow effectively if they're looking back. For the furrow will be crooked, right? The path will be crooked and the wooden plow tip might break. So no one can follow Jesus without making him the absolute and exclusive center of his life. And that's what we're talking about here as being God-centered entrepreneurs, as, as redefining hustle and pursuing success God's way. It's about us making him the center of our life. And we can't keep looking backward. 
in our development, we're moving forward. But listen, I'm in this with you, right? You you always hear me say that, right? I might just be a couple of steps ahead of you. And I want my hindsight to be your foresight with God's insight. But we can't keep looking backward. The rear view mirror is smaller than the windshield for a purpose, right? So we can't develop in our kingdom walk by continuing to look backward, by continuing to wonder why didn't go, why didn't that go right? By continue to continuing to allow the past to define us, right? That's that's where depression comes from. It's spending too much time in the past and worrying over the past things that we cannot change. We have to put our hand on the plow and move forward. And this is how we develop. In Philippians, where am I going? You should see, listen, look, y'all, look at all these stickies on my Bible. <laughs> This is where I'm going. I'm just being real with you, okay? Um, In Philippians 2, verse 12, Paul says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not in as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. To me, this is this is related to how are we showing up believing when the Lord like is in our presence, but we physically cannot see him, right? Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work it out. You got to walk it out. He means that we are giving careful attention to the actions, careful attention to our discipline, careful attention to who's directing us, careful attention to our identity and how we're being defined, right? Do you see how that plays together to define and direct and discipline? That we have to be careful in that, making sure that we represent the one who saved us with honor and humility. This is how we develop. We get better at it. We're not perfect at it. We never will be on this side of heaven. But our businesses are a conduit to loving people and making disciples. And pursuing success God's way means allowing him to define us and direct us, to put discipline around that. And putting that into action is how we develop. It's how we work out our salvation. It's how we grow in our business. It's how we serve better. And you know what all of that does? Let's bring it back around. It gives us clarity. It gives us clarity to be developing because we're constantly informing the next piece of it, right? We're constantly learning. And then we're going like, oh, I can do that now. Oh, I could do it that way. Do you see? It's like this closed loop that brings us clarity, that that clarity, it's always getting clear. It's kind of like you go to the eye doctor and they're like, is which is better, one or two? Two or three, right? It's gaining clarity as we're developing in our walk with the Lord. Okay, I told you, hang on to your seat because we're going lots of places today. All right, so next I am going to... 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17. And this is what this says. All scripture, is this where I'm going? Three, four, yes. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction. There's the discipline, right? For instruction in righteousness, instruction, direction, correction, discipline, right? It's where we find how the Lord defines who we are and whose we are, right? And it is in the consumption of his word that we get to know his character and that we grow in wisdom and that we continue to develop. That the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. 
God gave us his word as an instruction book, as an immovable anchor in the storms of life. It is the final authority for our faith and what we believe. That's what Dr. Charles Stanley's commentary says. And why did he give us his word? This is what it says. An important reason for spiritual growth, for development. It is here that we find clarity. It is why I say when you're in the midst of the, the enemy's 3D drifting, right? Distraction and discontentment and doubt, like get on your knees. I'm very often face down in my office praying, Lord, just show me because that gives me clarity. It, it clears out the junk. It, it stops the spiral. And then I have clarity because I'm developing in him. Next, we're going to go to Psalm one. Now, I love, love, love. So my friend Jessica pointed this out to me that um, what it says in Psalm one and what I love about this, this is verses two and three. His delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. That's growth, right? whose leaf shall not wither and whatever he does shall prosper. It's our growth. It's our development that over time we will continue to prosper in many ways as the Lord blesses our obedience, but it's our ongoing growth. We're like that tree with deep roots. It's why my group coaching membership is called Rooted so that we can be rooted in accountability and belonging and connection and discernment. And by the way, if you want to learn more about the Rooted group coaching membership, send me a DM or just go to aaronharrigan.com slash rooted and you can check it out. But we need to be rooted and, and those roots grow deeper as we grow, as we develop. Okay, next we're going to 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight. Told you we were gonna be all over the place tonight or today, whenever you're listening to this. Okay, 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight says, therefore, my beloved, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. Our work has value in the kingdom because of who is behind it. It's the empowering and the equipping through the Holy Spirit. And how do we get to know that? We develop, we grow, and he has promised to give us success and reward us for our faithful service. Again, success in his way and in his time. But my point here is it's through the ongoing growth and development. That's how we gain clarity. You know, the Lord calls us to do sometimes some scary, big things. And we have to be willing to raise our hand and say, Lord, this is yours and not mine. And if this is where you want me to go, you are going to have to take me there, right? You are going to have to provide those resources or make those connections. And sometimes we can't see what, what those things are. We'll never see the full picture, right? On the side of heaven, but sometimes he gives us a glimpse, but we can't gain that clarity. We can't focus that in with clarity until we begin to develop and grow. Do you see how all of this folds together? Which reminds me of um, a very funny show. Um, I'm just going to say it's Schitt's Creek, but it's S-C-H-I-T-T-S. And Moira is talking about fold it in. My friend Katie will love that because she always says that. 
just fold it in. But that's how it all folds in together with our developments that we can walk out the assignment that he's given us with the utmost clarity. The last place that I'm going to take us to is Colossians. So in Colossians 1 verse 10, this is what it says. This is the preeminence of Christ. Oh, I love this. I'm actually going to go to Colossians 1 verses 9 and 10. And it says this, for this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Guess what that does when we're filled with that? We develop, we develop and we have clarity, right? That you may walk worthy of the Lord fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of the Lord, increasing in the knowledge, growing, developing, gaining clarity. Dr. Charles Stanley says that it is God's desire for us to walk in his will and obey him. And knowing his plan for our lives is a treasure because it prevents us from wasting our time and talents on things that will not matter in eternity. We have clarity, right? And we are walking worthy of the Lord through our conversations, through our conduct, through our character, because it is the, it's, it's doing that in, in the consistency of what Jesus would be doing, right? But we can't do that as, except that as we're growing, as we're developing, because when people meet us, they experience Jesus through us. We are his light. We reflect his likeness and they're drawn to him through us. And that can only be accomplished by letting him live in us and through us and by allowing him to drive the bus in our business. And listen, we talked about being in control and the under control tool a couple of weeks ago. Um, The only way to do that is to develop, is to grow in our willingness to surrender, is to grow in our faith and our wisdom and how all of that comes together to provide us clarity. Mm, It's so good. I really pray that this entire section that we've been talking about, this entire topic of clarity and how, how it unchains us from overwhelm and overachievement and how clarity is unlocked by allowing God to define us and define who we are and whose we are and what success means to direct us and then putting that into discipline with our action and then allowing the Holy Spirit to develop us. I really pray that this has brought you value and hey, do me a favor, screenshot this, share it on social media, tag me, share it with a friend, Make sure that you're following along on the podcast. And as a reminder of this clarity piece, go grab the four keys guide to redefine hustle and escape overwhelm in your business because these four keys unlock clarity. And don't we all want to be walking out God's assignment with clarity, right? Yeah, I hear you. Mm, let's take that take that pressure off, right? Because his, his yoke is light. Okay, so join me next week. Follow along on your favorite podcast channel because it will be the Monday after Thanksgiving. And we're gonna talk about some obstacles that we run into around clarity. I'm gonna just tie this up in a bow with that. But in the meantime, I wish all of you a very happy Thanksgiving if you're in the United States. 
And if you're not, I still wish all of you a fantastic week, but I pray that God's hedge of protection will be around you for safe travels and drama-free family time, and that you would be able to show up and reflect Christ's love in all that you do this holiday week. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast. I pray it brings you value as you build a thriving business with God as your most powerful business partner. Remember to check the show notes for my free tool that I mentioned in today's episode. I get so excited to see your shout outs to the podcast on social media. So when you screenshot and share them, please be sure to tag me and definitely follow me on social at the links in the show notes. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact His kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. 